guys, it's Pam with Perfectly Holistic. Thank you so much for showing up today. I've got some interesting ways and thought processes I wanna just run by you to help you build your own holistic toolkit for your cat. And you know, if you have dogs, you can also apply this to dogs as well, or pets in general, just the main concepts and ideas. But there's so much interest these days that are geared toward looking for alternatives to conventional medicine, because when you think about it, and even in my own case, conventional medicine has failed me, has failed my pets in the past. And so it's up to us as pet parents, especially cat moms like me, to get out of our box and go search for alternatives. And that's what led me on my own journey. So I wanted to just give you guys some things to think about as you want to build your own holistic toolkit. Um, it's simpler than you think. So I know it can feel like a very daunting task, but um, I'm gonna outline some things for you today to make it simple. And then you can easily get started collecting things to put in your toolkit. So are you ready? Let's go. Okay, so holistic toolkit basics. I want you to think foundational when it comes to a holistic approach to your cat's health or your pet's health. I want you to think nutrition. So I'm gonna talk specifically about cats here for a second. So the most foundational thing that we can do for our cats is feed them a biologically appropriate, species appropriate, wet diet. Cats are carnivores, so they need to be eating meat-based diets um, and wet food. So if you're not feeding a 100% wet food diet, now is the time to really start to look at what ingredients are in those products that you're using and start to eliminate things as best as your budget will allow. Dr. Karen Becker, who I follow and, and admire greatly, has said that even a low quality wet food is much better than dry food, okay? So when you're looking at budget stuff, just keep that in mind. Wet food always is gonna be better than dry food. So some things I want you to start looking for on your cat's food to eliminate some of the most toxic and awful ingredients from their diet. And that would be corn, wheat, soy, byproducts, legumes, carrageenan, food dyes, and toxic preservatives. And toxic preservatives may or may not be listed on your ingredients um, on the back of the bag or the product. So you have to understand that lower quality food, things that are sold in grocery stores are more likely to have the toxic preservatives like BHT, BHA, propylene glycol, propyl gallate, and ethoxyquin. So if your cat's food has any of those ingredients on it, throw it in the trash, okay? You're gonna be making a good start right there. Um, so the, the next thing I want you to think about is adding things like antioxidants to your cat's diet. So antioxidant, antioxidants provide um, protection against the damage that free radicals that do in the body to cells. And they also fight inflammation. 
So some examples would be omega-3 oils like krill oil, salmon oil, tuna oil, sardine, anchovy, even algae. Um, vitamin C is a great antioxidant as well. Astaxanthin is an amazing antioxidant. And turmeric or curcumin is another great antioxidant that you can add. And you can look for these kind of supplements and products in the pet market themselves because there's a lot of great brands out there that produce these supplements and antioxidants. The next thing I want you to think about is adding digestive enzymes to your cat's food. Um, this can be tremendous help for cats with a history of diet, like digestive issues or endocrine issues. And digestive enzymes help break down and assimilate the food so that the body can use it better. So cats who struggle with pancreatitis or digestive issues, illness, things like that, it just helps give the pancreas a little support and it helps the body be able to break down and assimilate all their proteins so that they can build the muscle and become you know, better nourished. So keep those in mind as well. The third thing is digest, is, I'm sorry, probiotics are another really, really important supplement that you can add to your cat's food. And probiotics are basically healthy gut flora. They're little bacteria, microbes that we all have inside of us in our GI tract, in our microbiome. And if your cat has been exposed to vaccines or toxic chemicals like the flea topicals that some people use, um, if they've had severe illnesses or viruses and things like that, chances are their microbiome is going to be compromised. So it's really important to also remember that over 70% of the immune system is located in the gut. So that is why we've got to strengthen the immune system by thinking about the microbiome first. So look for a probiotic product that's going to have multiple strains in it, not just one or two, but go for as many strains as you can find. And then integrated vets always recommend to rotate products. So when you run out of one product, go ahead and try a different high quality brand and keep cycling through those because you're going to get a different variety, different strains and quantities. So um, the other thing that's really important that you can add to your toolkit is a product called Ion Gut Health for Pets. It works with fulvic acid. It's developed by Dr. Zach Bush and it's integral in healing the intestinal walls uh, from conditions like leaky gut. So leaky gut is, is probably more common in pets and cats than we realize because of all the illnesses and the diseases and toxic exposure that, that they come in contact with throughout their lives. So healing the microbiome is essential to remember to heal the intestinal walls. And so by restoring the integrity of the walls that dictate what microbes pass back and forth between those walls will really determine the health of your, of your pet, of your cat. So Ion Gut Health for Pets is like foundational to work with probiotics because it actually builds the, the foundation so that you're creating an environment for all of those good, healthy microbes that you're putting back into your cat. They can thrive now in this new area. 
So moving on to some other holistic tools, I want you to think of things for targeted and seasonal support. So if your cat is struggling with things like seasonal allergies, and you know, these days who doesn't have allergies of some kind, but we see more and more pets because their immune systems are compromised for some reason. Um, so think of keeping things on hand like quercetin, which is called nature's Benadryl. Um, products that include like licorice root or nettle or burdock root and eyebright are also really good for allergy support. And you're, you can find really good seasonal allergy support products in the pet market and just keep some on hand for allergy season. This helps produce a normal histamine response to all of these allergens and pollens in the air. So it can really help your cat get through the allergy season without being miserable. Homeopathy is another really good tool to keep on hand. Um, it can work great for just all kinds of conditions, illnesses, acute illnesses, um, allergies and, and pain and all sorts of things. So I'm gonna just give you some quick names of some of the most common remedies, especially for allergy symptoms that I've used and I've used for my cats. Euphrasia, Natrum muratica, Pulsatilla, Allium sepa, Cali phosphorica, and Sulfur. These are really common. And you would probably only need a 30C potency. So if you buy homeopathy tubes that usually has some indication on the label of what potency it is. So 30C is very, very common. Um, other homeopathics that you can keep on hand for targeted support. Uh, some of my favorites that I use a lot are arsenicum album. Arsenicum album is great if you've got food sensitivities or something going on with food. Um, Arnica is great for bleeding. Arnica has an affinity for blood. So it's great for post-surgery. It's great for cuts and scrapes and, and you know things like that. Anywhere that there's bleeding involved. Apis mellifica is also really good if your cat gets stung by a bee and has some kind of allergic reaction or if it takes a medication and your cat has an allergic reaction to the medication, Apis mellifica is excellent because it will stop the, the um, allergic response, the histamine response. Um, the other thing that I would recommend is targeted support for the liver. So detoxing the liver three to four times a year, just put it on your calendar, you know, like once every three months or so, take about a week out of that, one of those weeks in that quarter and just do straight um, milk thistle support for the cat's liver. And you can find, again, mark, uh, products in the pet market itself that are geared toward pets for supplements and things. So milk thistle is a good one to get to keep on hand. Um, another thing is called medicinal mushrooms. So medicinal mushrooms are so much information and studies coming out now that show how strong and how beneficial medicinal mushrooms are for immune support and, and helping cats and dogs with compromised immune systems and illnesses and things like that. So you might want to put some medicinal mushroom products on, in your pantry for never know when you might need something or if your cat's dealing with a, 
you know, a specific immune compromised type of illness where they really need that support. Look for mushrooms like reishi, turkey tail, cordyceps, and even chaga. Those are excellent. You'll probably find products that have a blend of several of those, which is great. So that's what I would recommend. If you notice uh, infections, you know, sometimes cats get conjunctivitis, eye infections, they might have um, a nail infection, they might have some sort of a, a skin infection, something may have happened, you know, and it gets start to look kind of gnarly. There are two products that I really, really love. One is colloidal silver, and you can just find typically a 10 part per million colloidal silver product. And then also the other one is OxyCat by Feline Essential. These two products are completely natural and they are great for antibacterial. Uh, they're also antifungal, antiviral. So for infections, you can use it orally, you can use it topically, and they clear up very, very quickly. Now let's talk about vaccine detox tools. This is one of the most important tools that you're going to put in your toolkit, especially if you live in an area where your vets will not even look at your cat unless they're up to date on their vaccines, which that's a whole nother story and we won't go into that today. But my personal opinion is over vaccination is rampant in this country and it's causing a lot of illness and it's causing deaths of pets, which is very, very unfortunate. So I say, if you are in an area where this is just a mandate and they will not even treat your cat or your dog without having vaccines up to date, I want you to be prepared and make sure you get these things and keep them on hand ahead of time. So as soon as you have to go in and they have to get their vaccine, you are starting a detox protocol the, protocol the very same day. So for using our detoxing the FBRCP vaccine, I want you to buy Thuya 30C homeopathy. That's T-H-U-J-A. Uh, that is also just sold at, you know, there are places where homeopathy is sold. So Thuya for FBRCP vaccine, you're going to give one to three doses. Listen, L-Y-S-S-I-N is a 30C potency for the rabies vaccine. So as soon as your cat is given a rabies vaccine, you're going to do one to three doses of a listen uh, homeopathy. And then follow these up in addition with milk thistle for about 10 days to support the liver as it flushes out all these toxins from the vaccine out of the body. So that is probably one of the most important detox tools you're going to put in your holistic toolkit. Um, now I'm going to tell you real quick how to make a remedy with your homeopathy. So you're going to take these little tiny pellets that are in the tubes. You're going to dissolve three of those in about half a cup of water. And you're, you're going to take a syringe and just withdraw half a milliliter. It's very, very tiny. Half a milliliter, cover the tip with your finger, and you're going to just strike that syringe against your palm hard about 10 to 12 times. Then you can just squirt it in the side of the mouth or you can put it on a little bit of treat like baby food or their churu or tiki sticks or something like that and just let them eat it up. Um, you could also put it on their food. We have found that it works just as well. But traditionally, homeopaths suggest giving it away from their meals. So 
whatever works, go for it. So that's how you would make a remedy for any of those homeopathics that I just discussed. And now we're gonna talk about tools for your toolkit to address stressful situations. Cause let's face it, life is stressful and our cats can pick up on our stress and then things in our life happens. But whether we're adding a baby to the home, whether we're adding a new pet to the home, whether you're moving, there can always be some kind of a stressful event. So being prepared in advance and having these tools in your toolkit ready to go is very, very proactive. One of the things that I want you to think about is color therapy. Colors are not necessarily colors that your cat can see, but colors give off a special vibrational frequency that can align with the type of uh, stressful situation or angst or anxiety, whatever the condition is that your pet might be experiencing. So one of the colors that I use a lot is green. Think of a Kelly green. Um, the energetic vibration of green promotes security and safety and being grounded. So it's great if there's, inner, if there's aggression with other pets or cats in the home. If your pet is, a, if you've moved and you just need to have them feel more comfortable and grounded in their new surroundings, think of using the color green. For surgeries or illness, I want you to think of the color pink. The color pink gives off vibrational frequency that's very healing to the body. And then finally, baby blue reduces anxiety and is very calming. So if you're, for example, going to the vet, put a baby blue bank blanket in your cat carrier or in, you know, whatever type of situation that there just might be a lot of fear, maybe thunderstorms or whatever might be very fearful. So baby blue is the color to go for. Another thing that you can use for your toolkit for stress is CBD. So CBD products are now like, you know, they're a common household word, but some people just don't know how to use them. But we're all wired, even our pets, with an endocannabinoid system in our body. So there are receptors in our brain, in our body, that already know how to attach to the cannabidiol in CBD products. And so when you think about it that way, this is why CBD works so well with cats and dogs as well. So finding a CBD product for stressful situations can usually be like a, between a 150 to a 300 um, milligram potency. So that's what I tend to find with the clients that I work with. And it just helps give them, you know, more of a calm, happy vibe in stressful situations. And then the, the third thing that I want you to think of for stress is flower essences. Flower essences are made from actual plant material and very similar to homeopathy, it's energetic. So they all plants have a different vibrational frequency. So there are actual flower essences that you can use to help address specific emotional healing, calming situations, and they're really, really easy to use. Bach Flower is a great brand, and then FES Flowers also has a ton of 
flower essences that you can explore for whatever kind of emotional situation, not just stress, might be your situation. So um, finally, we're coming to the last thing for your toolkit. I want you to think about professional resources. So the last thing you need to be worried about when you are having some kind of stressful event or emergency is who you're going to call. So plan in advance who, which vet, whether it's an emergency clinic that you might need, you know, on a Saturday night when your traditional vet is closed, know where those people are gonna be, know where they're located, put them in your phone, put them on your list. And then the other thing that you can do is think about getting outside the conventional medicine box again with exploring vets who might practice chiropractic, who might use acupuncture, um, or hydrotherapy or um, fecal transplants, oxygen, ozone therapy. All of these modalities are becoming more and more mainstream and integrative vets are starting to not only offer them, but they're, it, it's kind of exploding in some degrees in some places. So you can go to the AHVMA website that's the American Holistic Veterinary Medical Association's website. And they actually have a directory that you can look at by state and see which integrative vets or holistic vets might be in that area. And it lists all of their practices, like all the modalities that they use, some of these Chinese herbs, acupuncture, um, chiropractic work. So just having an idea of what resources are available to you in advance would be great because you never know when you might need that. And then you can also look at people that do Reiki for pets or animal communication because these kind of energy modalities and uh, telepathic services can be tremendous benefits and helpful in your pet's wellness, overall wellness, or even diving down deep into finding specifics about what's going on in your cat's body. So I think it's great to have some of those resources as well. And then finally, my secret to implementing all of these modalities and these tools for your toolkit is through muscle testing. So muscle testing taps into the body's nervous system and asks your body questions and finding out information. It's the most fascinating, life-changing thing I have ever learned. And it's propelled me into doing the holistic health coaching that I do with cats now. But I want you to keep in mind something. We all have the ability to have intuition. We all have intuition. And so you have to be able to tune into your own intuition and really follow your gut. So if you're not sure how to do muscle testing, you've never heard of that, don't let that be an excuse to not trying some things. Really, really pay attention to your cat observe them well, you know them better than anybody else, and then follow that little voice in your head, in your gut that says, oh, I really think this particular tool would be appropriate in this situation. I think that this particular supplement would really help them and give it a try. Uh, you might really be surprised at the results. So thank you for sharing your time and I hope you have great fun building your holistic toolkit for your cat.
Wow, I'm so thankful and grateful that you took the time to listen to this podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe, download, rate, review, and share this with others whom you care about that may enjoy it as well. Thank you, and remember to be kind to yourself and others. Have a awesome day, everyone.